Nightmarica is an independently produced podcast. If you like what we are doing, please consider supporting patreon.com forward slash Aaron Sagers. Welcome to Nightmarica, a podcast that takes you on a tour of the abnormal, paranormal, weirdly true, and truly weird in every corner across this nation. Because whether it's ghosts, aliens, monsters, or monstrous humans, there's something strange in your neighborhood. Episode 45, The Mentalist, The Martyr. Ahoy, ahoy, Nightmarikans! I'm your host, Aaron Sagers, journalist and researcher of all things weird, and I want to welcome you back to Nightmarica. And hey, thanks for coming back. So lately, we've been having guest co-hosts, but this week, I wanted to make it more about just you and me, just some one-on-one time, or hopefully there's more than one listener out there, but you get the gist. So the story that I'm going to be telling today is a story I love, and it is a story that I have talked about elsewhere, but this is a Nightmarica first. I felt like it was finally time to tell this one on the podcast. Before I get into it, though, there is some news on the way that I want to tell you or tease a little bit about. So last week's episode about Elena Hoyos and Count Von Kossel, I titled it The Living Doll of Key West, with guest co-host David L. Sloan, who is the author, got great response. So much response, in fact, that we had a follow-up that might lead to additional news about this case. And I don't want to say too much about it just yet. I want you to stay tuned for more, and I'll probably do a follow-up episode on that. It's pretty good stuff, so just keep an eye out for that. Okay, we are going to dive into our story of the mentalist, the martyr, about Washington Irving Bishop. But first, a word from our sponsor. Support for Nightmarica is brought to you by Manscaped, which is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming for more than 2 million men and counting. Now, Valentine's Day is upon us, Nightmaricans, and you want to make sure you're ready for wherever the night or even day might take you. And whether you're buying for yourself or you're getting a gift for that special someone, Manscaped has you covered. The best way to get started is with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0, and this is full of the best products to keep you looking, smelling, and feeling nice. The Perfect Package 3.0 is led by the revolutionary third-generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer that has advanced skin-safe technology and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. And we talk about a lot of weird stuff on this show, but we do not support bloodletting. So avoid that altogether with the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. It's also waterproof, and that prevents a mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink. So let's be real. Unless you're a ghost, you are going to smell sometimes. I mean, demons, goblins, Sasquatch, and humans, they all stink. So do you, guys, but with the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver Ball Deodorant and Ball Toner, you can smell good. And the manly scent is attractive. It's going to help set the mood. 
And I personally enjoy the new refined cologne. That's a signature scent by Manscaped, and it is a perfect complement to the entire collection. It completes your grooming game. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers. Toss those ratty, overused undies. Get Just get them out of there. And trade up with these high-performance anti-chafing boxers. They are easily the comfiest boxers I have ever had. And if that is not enough for you, you should check out the Shears 2.0. Now, what are those? This is a luxury four-piece nail kit that features tempered stainless steel tools within a compact case made of premium leather, and there's a magnetic closure. It's actually really nicely designed. You got these these tweezers, these round point scissors, fingernail clippers, a nail file. It it all comes together really nicely. I'm really digging it. Okay, so how do you get the perfect package and the shears? Well, you're going to head to manscaped.com, and you are going to enter the code NIGHTMERICA20, and that gets you 20% 20% off plus free shipping. Again, manscaped.com, enter the code NIGHTMERICA20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped, the right tools for the job. And we're back. In Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn, New York, and I live in Brooklyn most days, if you take a look around the cemetery, around the labyrinths of 478 acres and some 600,000 graves, you will find a tall grave marker with the inscription of the martyr. This belongs to Washington Irving Bishop, born in 1855 and dying in 1889. He was a young man. Now, Bishop is not to be confused with the American author behind the legend of Sleepy Hollow, But Bishop did write a book in 1880, and that was called Second Sight Explained. Now, Washington Irving Bishop, he began his career in the 1870s working as the manager of a spiritualist medium named Anna Eva Fay. Spiritualism, of course, is the philosophy and belief system that communicating with the dead through seances and mediums is a good thing. And it was at its height in the 1880s following the American Civil War. And there are practitioners of spiritualism to this day. In fact, Ghostbusters author, co-writer Dan Aykroyd, he comes from a long line of spiritualists, and he continues to follow that philosophy. But back to Bishop. So Bishop was working with the medium Anna Eva Fay. But then Bishop flips sides. He goes to the media, and then he writes a book exposing the methods of Fay and other psychics. His book, Second Sight Explained, detailed the way they worked. He also performed the Fay Act in public to show how it was done. I mean, talk about a disgruntled employee. But... Bishop had some impressive skills 
of his own. And they weren't so much paranormal, but you could say they were preternatural. Now, he began working as a stage mentalist where he could muscle read. For instance, an audience member would hide an object around the room, and Bishop would be blindfolded, and he would hold the wrist of this audience member and tell them to think of its location. And he might even hold their wrist as he follows them around the auditorium, and he would find that hidden object simply by picking up on involuntary muscle movements. He was good at this, really good. And even crazier, there is this account from Andrew Neher's book called Paranormal and Transcendental Experience, a Psychological Examination, that was published by Dover Publications in 2011. And he wrote that Washington Irving Bishop could drive blindfolded through city streets, guided by the involuntary muscle reactions of a passenger who placed his hand on Bishop. In addition, Bishop could drive to a location anywhere in the city where his passenger had hidden an object. And still through reading his guide's muscle reactions, Bishop would locate the object in its hiding place. I don't recommend trying this on your own unless you have really good insurance or apparently no sense of self-preservation, but Bishop was good at this. Now, these gifts really piqued the interests of doctors and scientists. They were fascinated with what made Bishop tick. How was he doing this? After all, Bishop himself never claimed any superpowers, unlike some of the psychics that he used to work for. He only said that he was really perceptive. He had one problem, though. This was taxing work. It wiped him out, quite literally. He would have fits and enter a trance state for several hours while performing. As such, he had to carry a card around with him at all times. That explained no autopsy should be performed on him until at least 48 hours after he had entered into a trance. So, May 12, 1889, Washington Irving Bishop was performing at the Lambs Club in Manhattan, New York City. And he passed out and entered into one of these trances. By noon the next day, May 13th, he is dead. Allegedly, he had entered a coma and died. And by 3.45 that same day, an autopsy was conducted. The official cause of death was hysterocatalepsy. And that basically comes down to a condition where because of his trances, because he was tensing up his muscles so much, they said that that would have led to his death. Anyhow, it was a speedy autopsy. In fact, it was an unauthorized autopsy. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bishop's mother, Eleanor, and Bishop's wife said, This, in fact, was not so much of an autopsy on a dead man, but a murder. And they went on to say, that Washington Irving Bishop was sliced and diced while in a trance. His mother even wrote a book about it. The title of the book, it's a wordy title, A Mother's Life Dedicated and an Appeal for Justice to All Brother Masons and the Generous Public, a synopsis of the butchery of the late Sir Washington Irving Bishop. Yeah, kind of a chunky title, but it gets the point across. In 1892, three years after his death, three doctors were put on trial for illegal dissection. Not quite the same as murder. But it should be noted that there was the autopsy on Bishop, but there was also a second autopsy, and this was about two weeks after his death. And the doctor who had performed that second autopsy said, actually, his organs seemed quite healthy, and there was no discernible cause of death. This second doctor also noted that it was quite odd that parts of Washington Irving Bishop's brain were missing. That is kind of a peculiar situation for an autopsy to remove parts of the brain. Also quite Peculiar is the fact that his brain had been sewn into his chest after that first autopsy. Anyhow, back to the case. It ended in a hung jury. I'm going to share now a revelation from the New York Times about this case right after a word from another sponsor. Nightmerica is brought to you by the smell of fear. Candle Co. I love the way a candle can change the entire vibe and character of a room, and Smell of Fear brings a lot of literary and film characters to a room. These scents are inspired by characters and settings from stories and history. For example, 
there is the Telltale Heart Candle from the Essence of Poe collection, and that smells like the infamous oak floorboards with just a hint of tobacco that I imagine the crazed narrator of that story was frantically smoking. I also dig the Gonna Need a Bigger Boat Candle from the Cinematic Sense Collection. Jaws is one of my favorite movies, and this candle, it puts me right in the action. It smells like salty sea air with the wood of an old fishing boat and just a hint of whiskey that Quint was most certainly knocking back. In fact, I was just burning the Gonna Need a Bigger Boat candle last night as I was reading a book, and it really just set the scene for me. Okay, I'm a paranormal a researcher and journalist, and I have to—I have to say that I love the Sasquatch candle, obviously from the Cryptid collection. No, it—it it does not smell like that stinky beast we all love, but instead, it is inspired by the heavily forested areas in the Northwest that Bigfoot is said to roam, with hints of redwoods, cedar, pine, and earth. Other collections include the Literary Redolence, or televised temptations. There is also the whiff of King. Think of Stephen King. So with more than 80 candles and counting, Smell of Fear Candle Co. has you covered, and they have new candles released monthly. For instance, there is the Beware the Crimson Peak. That is a new scent that smells like earthy red clay. And I love the TV show what we do in the shadows and that theme song you're dead it gets stuck in my brain all the time so there is the you're dead candle which is an homage to what we do in the shadows and it smells like red currant and there is also the spellman candle from inspired by the chilling adventures of sabrina and that has a classic dragon's blood scent so these candles are a coconut soy blend with no paraffin, so they are eco-friendly. They're organic, renewable, sustainable, minimal environmental impact. They're also clean burning, and there is almost zero soot in comparison to other types of wax candles. I also like the fact that they are slow burning, and they have this fantastic scent throw. It fills an entire room, and it's nice that they're not made with nasty chemicals. So these candles are available in several shapes and sizes, as well as in different wax melts. Plus, Smell of Fear Candle Co. donates a portion of profit to various nonprofit organizations monthly. Past donations have gone to COVID relief funds and pet rescue organizations. And that's, that's just really nice. I like supporting a company that supports others. Finally, with the code NIGHTMERICA, you can get 15% off your order at thesmelloffear.com. Again, code NIGHTMERICA for 15% off. So check them out, Smell of Fear Candle Co. They make good sense. And we are back. So, the New York Times reported that Dr. John A. Irwin, who was one of the doctors who performed the autopsy on the same day as Washington Irving Bishop's death. Now, how did Dr. John A. Irwin, enter the story. So glad you asked. Because as the New York Times reported, based on the court case, Irwin had met Bishop before. In fact, 10 years prior to Bishop's death. 
and only once, and that happened in England. Coincidentally, on the day of Bishop's performance, Irwin just happened to be walking by the club where Bishop was performing, that Lambs Club in Manhattan. Just so happens that Irwin was also a member of the Lambs Club. So he goes in, starts watching Bishop's act, and then volunteers to be the audience member that hides the object that Bishop then finds. The story goes that Irwin had long been fascinated with Bishop's ability. And he was also alone with Bishop when he declared the mentalist dead. That's right. He is the one that declared Washington Irving Bishop dead. As far as the card that Washington Irving Bishop carried on his body at all times, explaining that no autopsy should be performed on him until at least after 48 hours of entering into that trance, that card, it was never found on his body. And so, Washington Irving Bishop, the mentalist, was rechristened as the martyr on his headstone. As an interesting afterward to this very odd story, the tale goes that Harry Houdini, who was also an illusionist and also someone who sought to debunk fraudulent mediums, he came to the aid of the mother of Washington Irving Bishop. She was in dire financial straits after Bishop's death, and Houdini purchased items from the martyr's collection. And he did this, perhaps as a collector of illusionist uh, artifacts, but also to really financially help out the mother, Eleanor. So that is the interesting story of Washington Irving Bishop, the martyr. Now, this was a shorter episode. Like I said, just wanted to keep this about you and I today. But again, before I let you go, I want you to keep an eye out for that news about the Elena Hoyos case, the Count von Kassel case. This has the potential to be quite interesting, and I'm following this up as I'm recording this. This just hit my doorstep, my virtual doorstep email last night. I'm going down that rabbit hole today, but it looks really intriguing. So thank you again for joining another episode of Nightmarica. Stay spooky, my friends. Thanks for listening. Please consider giving Nightmarica a review on Apple Podcast. It really helps raise awareness and boost the show's rankings. Also, give me a follow on social media at Nightmarica on Instagram and Facebook, and at Aaron Sagers on Instagram and Twitter. And share Nightmarica with your friends. If you are able, I'd appreciate your support on patreon.com forward slash Aaron Sagers, where I also create tiki recipes, hold live streams, and share exclusive content. Don't miss new episodes of Paranormal Caught on Camera on Travel Channel and Discovery+. Plus. 
If you'd like to share your own paranormal stories or get paranormal advice for entertainment purposes only, email nightmericashow at gmail.com.